0: This is Saddleback Radio 88.5, and welcome to The Creative Muse, the show that explores how people use the power of creativity to inspire, heal, enhance, and change their lives. I'm your host, Heather Wishlow. Today we are speaking to Becky Martens, president of the South County Photo Club and an avid creative. Welcome, Becky. What about South County Photo Club? Well, South County Photo Club is a group of photographers
1: of all levels, Of skill from beginning to professional. And we gather to share ideas, to just be together as fellow hobbyists. And we provide monthly meetings with a guest speaker. And we have a featured photographer. It is a photographer chosen from our club to make a presentation. We provide workshops. And we have a Christmas party every year. And it's just a lot of
0: fun. It's not only photography, but it's a, it's a wonderful social outlet. So you mentioned amateurs. So if I don't know anything about photography, how will I learn being in your group? Well, our, fortunately, our
1: members are very generous with um, sharing information and helping out. Also, we have workshops of all different levels. And our outings provide you with standing with a higher skilled photographer and you can ask some questions and they're very um, helpful and usually an amateur gets better by just going out and shooting and getting into that habit and our club has prior to the covid has so many opportunities
0: for getting together and going out that you can really practice and improve so you're saying that if i know nothing about photography i can show up at your group And people will take me under their wings on these various outings. Yes. Yeah. Now, not everybody. (laughs) But um,
1: yes, absolutely. They're very excited about sharing their love of photography with other people. And also, there's so much information out on the Internet and through Canon, Nikon, all types of sources that you may not be available as an amateur. And they will give you that information and different links and so that you can study also on your own. Do you know the history of the South County Photo Club? You know, um, it started about 20 years ago. We still have two founding members as part of the club. And it was started as an opportunity to get people together who share an interest in photography. And it just started with a handful of people and it's grown. We now have, I believe, about... 170 or so members
0: that's awesome that's really great one of the reasons why i wanted to talk to you today on the show is that photography has such a strong component of creativity yes for
1: myself when i first started taking pictures i would take a picture and i would just think it was awesome if it was clear and then i realized you know it was a terrible picture <laughs> what's fun about photography? is that you can have a group of people shooting the same subject and everyone can be different. Everyone will have a different image. And that's what photography allows you. It allows you to express your own creativity through manipulating the image, um, posing the image, changing the light, post-processing, all kinds of things. Like for instance, we have this really neat field trip down in LA And the Disney building is very, every it's iconic. I mean, you just see pictures of it all over. And we still have photographers that will take that image that has been photographed millions of times, and they'll come up with a unique perspective. And that's the exciting thing about photography, because you can kneel down, you can stand up, you can get a shadow, all kinds of things.
0: And you can make a very iconic image your own. I think that what you said about the perspective and that really is the essence of creativity is that perspective. Yeah. During times of boredom, people are more creative. As we see mm-hmm. here in COVID, there's many people now that they're at home and they're, they're in a place where they have a lot more time than they used to. Do you think that boredom creates an opportunity for creativity? And if so, why is that? I am blessed or not blessed. I've never been bored. I just <laughs>
1: I just haven't been. But I can see we have more time on our hands and more um, maybe idle time. And so for me, that has given me the time to not have to rush. We don't have to not rush through things like we often have to do. I don't have that feeling anymore. Also post-processing. It's like, Oh, I'll, I'll get back into my pre-COVID days of like, oh, I've got to get this done. It's like, no, I don't. I can relax. <laughs> I maybe can learn a new skill through, you know, all kinds of things. So we have that luxury of time, um, some of us. Also, we're limited in our scope now. And so it's fun to find things that maybe we've just completely overlooked in our backyard and try to make it pleasing. One thing we've done with the photo club is we have an alphabet challenge and it's an Instagram started with a and have worked through. We're now at T and it is so exciting to see what people have done in their homes and their immediate surroundings. A lot of people have set up studios in their home out of common day objects to do amazing things. And I really encourage people to look at that Instagram because it's extremely creative.
0: That sounds really cool. Definitely have to put that out on the website, and so people can check that out. What do people do now that we have this time with COVID nineteen going on? We've got time and space to experiment, as you said, and to find things in our environment that we might have overlooked. But what happens when somebody reaches a a creative block? How do they get past that?
1: Sometimes maybe just just go to something else, read a book. In my case, I love to quilt. I I love color. Also, uh, you can go online now. I mean, all these museums are offering tours of the museums. And you can look at paintings, the old master's paintings. You can see how they use light. All kinds of things can inspire you. And you can be unexpected by being inspired. So, even if you just take yourself out of a situation and maybe take a walk and clear your mind, you'll be surprised at how
0: suddenly inspiration strikes you. First of all, and also don't be hard on yourself. (laughs) So what about that inner critic? How do we manage that inner critic?
1: Well, I think, you know, a lot of photographers, of course, you always like, why wasn't there more light? Oh, why didn't I, you know, or there's blur, or, you know, there's all kinds of things you can criticize yourself about. But the thing is, is that, What you should do is just make the most out of that moment. Nothing's going to be perfect. Whatever the situation is, you know, okay, it's in the shadows, whatever. You make the most of it. And then we have these wonderful tools, post-processing tools with Photoshop and Lightroom. Now, sure, they can be used, but they can really enhance it. And when you go into Lightroom, it's like the old-time darkroom. That's where you get to really express yourself. You want to get the picture good in camera, but you can really have a lot of fun. I guess another way of getting out of a rut is to just go through some of your old pictures because, you know, as time goes by, I've looked at pictures. It's like, oh, that was awful. But then I've seen pictures that are really nice. And then you can pull those out and just have fun. Just don't put any pressure on yourself. Just have fun in Lightroom with that old image. I love
0: what you just talked about with taking old photos, even if they aren't necessarily the best photos and looking at them. I understand there's some photos that have been done lately on your group site where they've taken old photo and then done some twirling with it. Uh, To me, that's just a real sense of creative repurposing. Absolutely.
1: We're actually going to have the woman who has really done a lot of research on that, hopefully give an online workshop that is a tool that it can just be you can just simply take any picture i think one of our members took some dog poop actually (laughs) in a flower and you would never have recognized it It was stunning (laughs) so um you know so you can take anything there's a simple it's through photoshop and you can just put it in the program and have the program do the work okay that's exciting but then you can go in and find out how you can tweak that program or how you can change aspects of it and really make your own and then really show its uniqueness. So it isn't necessarily just throwing the image into a machine and having the machine do the work. You can put in the parameters and that kind of thing and really make it exciting. And, and they
0: have been really neat. I haven't tried it yet, but I am going to. That looks really awesome. Creativity is great, especially as a hobby. Do you see where it can be applied in the business world? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think when you're
1: creative, you can use that in any situation to think out of the box. So you're creative, you think out of the box, so you have a problem at work or anywhere, you can think out of the box more easily to try to come up with a
0: solution. Thank you so much. Uh, We are here in the studio today with Becky Martens with us sharing her journey with the power of creativity. Becky, I want to go back to your personal journey with creativity. Where did you come up with the the pathway to start to traverse this this lane of creativity in your own life? I never really thought of myself that way, but when you posed
1: the question, and I was going to have the interview, I thought, you know, I'm really the every man's creative person, completely unintimidating and completely approachable. And so I am somebody who can really inspire somebody to be creative because it's like, oh, if she can do it, so can I. And I'm fine with that. For one, I really love color. And so that's what attracted me to photography is color. How can I use color, find scenes that are colorful and make them really pleasing? with composition and that kind of thing and that's also why i like quilting because i love color and i love putting the different fabrics together in a pleasing way i initially started my photography because i was taking pictures of my kids and then their sports and then you know there comes a time when they want nothing to do with that i am not allowed to take any pictures of them or any of their friends and that is when i discovered landscape photography And um, so now I don't do any people, basically. But that transition got me into landscapes, and then I got into animals. And I have to say, photography and other, and even quilting, have opened me up to things that I interest that I was never, never knew about. Most recently, birds. I mean, over the last few years, I was never really that interested in birds. And I'm very embarrassed to say that now, because they're fascinating. But photography got me into really looking at birds and seeing how beautiful they are. And, you know, just that whole thing, it's really
0: opened up this new world for me. And I just love it. Uh, what I love is that one door has led you into a new paths that you might not have expected. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah, for instance, I never thought I'd be president of the photo club. <laughs> uh, but I love the club so much, I said, hey,
0: What the heck? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Can you remember back to your childhood and any types of creative activities that you were involved in
1: that might have
0: enhanced this love of color that you have?
1: Yes. I always liked, you know, decorating my room. I liked, I learned to sew really young because I wanted to sew pretty things for my room. I always just loved that. I loved to paint walls. I loved to paint furniture. Even this fort we had made out of just, you know, sticks and leaves and everything. Oh, I was the one who wanted to decorate it. <laughs> I loved that. And it was all because I loved color. Just always arranging things, no matter what it was. I had a paper out. I liked my papers to be in my baskets in a certain way, in a, in a pleasing way. <laughs> a pattern. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Repeating patterns. <laughs> I was thinking of my kids' childhood. This is sort of leaping ahead. When they were in ASO soccer, um, they, in the olden days, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, the teams would have homemade banners. And we would have so much fun. And that was this, it was a mundane thing, but it was so creative. And the kids could choose any name they wanted. And my kids chose things like golden scorpio and silver slime and things like that and then i would go crazy with the felt and the glitter nowadays they just pay a manufacturer to make a sign and they choose the name of their favorite baseball team or a
0: soccer team or whatever
1: that sort of i hearken back to my childhood and love of doing that kind of thing when i was making my like kid banners when they were aso soccer
0: do you think kids lose something by this automated sign, uh, an automated environment? Do you think kids lose a sense of creativity because of that? Um, I don't know, but I, I, they don't see anything
1: creative when they see those signs. <laughs> the kids don't know what they're missing. But when they were younger, the kids did enjoy going around and seeing everybody's signs. So they're missing that, you know, that, hey, we can make it ourselves. You know, we can do it ourselves and we can have fun with it kind of thing. Yeah, which gets back to when I I realized during this COVID that one of some of my most, you know, practical classes I learned in junior high was in home ed class (laughs) because all
0: those skills are are really necessary right now. So how do parents inspire creativity in their kids now when there's not home ed classes and things like that? Well, in my case, I was lucky my kids were
1: very artistic. And so I would just give them supplies to go go crazy, even if it was old cereal boxes and toilet paper rolls and all kinds of things. I would just have them go at it with that. You know, then they have different things in school, you know, different projects. And then I'd let them do it on their own. I didn't do it for them.
0: <laughs> that really helps. <laughs> They figure out a way. Nice. So you've won some awards for your photography and for your quilting. Is that correct? Well, the quilting's cool more. Um, I don't really enter competitions. I just
1: show them everywhere and my friends, and I've sold some things. But it's that is something that no, I'm not going to enter a big time competition for. But I do enjoy sharing. And the awards that you've won in photography. Yeah, I was very lucky one year at the Orange County Fair that I sort of made it up to the level of division winner. And that was really fun. And, I, and they bu- actually bought, Orange County Fair buys photographs if they choose, and they bought my photograph for their that's permanent that's collection.
0: Congratulations. That's <laughs> very significant. Oh, that was fun. That was. Fun. But I get a sense that it's not the award that you do the creativity for. No, uh, no, I don't. I do it for
1: myself. I just love it. I just get lost in it. That's not my motivation. My motivation, I guess, might be considered selfish. I just like doing it for myself. I enjoy getting lost in the process. I enjoy going to a place and standing for an hour or two. I always say that photography is like fishing. You oftentimes have to wait a long, long time. <laughs> and I like where it takes me all over the country, all over you know, Orange County. It just um, opens up so many doors. I really just do it for the adventure and to see what I can capture.
0: Really great. What advice would you give adults who are grappling with how to be more creative? First, I wouldn't get stuck on it.
1: <laughs> and also, it can be and this is with me. I I don't want to compare myself to anybody because everybody's so creative. Just do not compare yourself. Just start with something, think of something you love, whether it be gardening or, you know, Ikea hacks. I tell you, people who take Ikea furniture and hack it into something spectacular, it is so creative. There's so many different outlets. So just really decide what brings you joy. What do you enjoy doing? And whatever you enjoy doing, dive into it. And I swear you'll become creative. (laughs) But you have to love it.
0: You can't force it. You have to choose something you love. Excellent advice, Becky. I really appreciate your insights. Thank you, Becky, for being here with us today. This is Heather Wishlow, and you've been listening to the Creative News on Saddleback Radio 88.5.